Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. How are you guys doing? Hope you're having a great Wednesday night. Today is a little bit of a weird day because we don't have a lot of sports on TV right now. We don't have playoff baseball. We need to wait until tomorrow night to get Dodgers versus Giants game five. And the NBA is on, of course, but it's, it's a little bit slow in the sports world tonight. But we have a lot of Cowboys content headed your way. Cowboys news, we'll talk about the keys to the game versus the New England Patriots and why the Cowboys should not be really afraid about Sunday's game, but the Patriots should. So we'll get into all of that. Shout out to Raymond, Charles, Asmodeus, and Bell Ballantyne, who is asking if the Dallas Cowboys have had any trades. Not so far. We'll see if they are more active once the threat line approaches in week eight. What is up, Tavis, over on YouTube as well. Joel Jones over on Facebook. So let's get the show started. Thank you for joining. And make sure you like the video, share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Let's start the show officially. Let's go. What is up, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk. Network. A lot more content coming your way. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. Cowboys articles, Mavericks articles, now that the NBA is about to heat up once the baseball is over. It, it like, to me... Basketball starts when baseball ends. That's how I look at things. I know a lot of people prefer basketball over baseball. But since I am more of a baseball guy, that is how it works in my mind. So make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. The ADC Sports writers were having a small conversation as we welcomed uh, Alec Catch to the team uh, on our chat. And we were talking about how Cowboys writers were maybe getting the chance to be a little bit more optimistic about the Mavericks. But then someone else pointed out, I think it was Cole Patterson, he pointed out uh, who, who covers the Cowboys for ADC Sports. He said, well, but you have Luca." So I really got, it, got to thinking, and hey, what a time to be a Dallas for a sports fan. You have Dallas Cowboys clicking on all cylinders, looking like serious contenders within the NFC, and then you have Luka Doncic on your basketball team. And maybe the Mavericks are not there yet, but <laughs> at least they have Luka, the face of the NBA. So shout out to everyone who is joining the show. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you share the show as well on your social media. D-Town, yo, yo, yo in the YouTube chat. Stephen White, shout out to Stephen White because he got, seriously, this is not a joke, he got a Cooper Rush jersey. Now, if you're wondering why did he get a Cooper Rush jersey, it's because it combines three of his favorite things. Shout out to him. And he said, like, um, he said that it combined his three favorite things. Number 10, I'm not sure if his three favorite things, but three of his favorite things. Uh, number 10, the Rush Band. He's a Rush Band fan. 
uh, Tom Sawyer's song, for example, and of course, the Dallas Cowboys. So shout out to Stephen White. I thought that was an original purchase from his part. And I'm not sure I will ever know about any other Dallas Cowboys fan who gets a Cooper Rush jersey. So that was a little bit random, but shout out to him who is always here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Joshua Davis as well. Um, Stevie Mack, making sure you like that. Hit, uh, hit that like button and share the show as well. So before we get into the keys of the game and why I think the Patriots and not the Cowboys should be scared about Sunday, let's have a little bit of Cowboys catch up because there are some important Cowboys news to discuss on tonight's episode. So a little bit of news on the injury front and the injury reserve front. The Dallas Cowboys are actually activating two players for practice. Now, make sure you remember that this does not mean that they are back on the 53-man roster. But Kelvin Joseph and Sean McKeon, who have been on injured reserve since the season began, they have been uh, activated to practice. This means that they can obviously take part in practice as limited participants, but they are not eligible to play yet. The Cowboys have 21 days from today, starting today, to activate them to the roster. If they don't activate Joseph or McKeon within those 21 days, then the Cowboys will, would be losing them for the entire year. Now, this does not necessarily mean that the Cowboys are ready to activate them for Sunday versus the Patriots. In fact, they are not expected to. But still, good news for the Cowboys on the injury front. At least Kelvin Joseph might be getting back uh, soon enough. We thought, I thought personally that Neville Gallimore would be back before Kelvin Joseph, but Gallimore was not activated for practice yet. So it's looking like it will happen after the bye week. It's looking like Kelvin Joseph and Sean McKeon, at least, will be back with the Cowboys for a week eight Sunday night football matchup versus the Minnesota Vikings. The bye week is next weekend. So we have the Patriots, then a bye week, and then the Minnesota Vikings. It's looking like that is the day when a lot of these injured players could be coming back for the Dallas Cowboys. Great news, though, to have Kelvin Joseph back in practice. It's crazy that we have not seen the second-round draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys yet in a regular season game. It's looking uh, like it's going to happen soon, but there you go. A little bit of news on the injured reserve front. Now, players who did not practice today, the first day of practice, includes Trevon Dix, we know that he's dealing with some stuff, but he's still expected to play and everything. Drance Armstrong also did not practice. And then Demonte Cassie was ready to go, but he suffered a hip injury when it was starting. So he was not able to practice either. So a little bit of a concern there. Let's hope that Demonte Cassie, the team said that it was not serious, but with this kind of situations, you never know. So let's keep an eye out on that because Demonte Cassie has been very important for these Dallas Cowboys defense as the team's free safety. And we know that in Dan Quinn's scheme, you need a, a healthy and good free safety. So that, that's what DeMonte Cassie has been for the Dallas Cowboys. Let's hope it's not serious, but he was not able to finish practice today. Uh, Bal Ballantin says, what about Gallup? Should we just continue playing Wilson? We just, should we just keep playing Wilson? He has been balling. So I think that Cedric Wilson deserves a lot of credit for what he has been able to do while Michael Gallup has been away. But I think that Gallup is clearly the, better, the better, best receiver between the two uh, still, even though we have not seen him in a while. 
So I think that he will be back at some point, probably again versus the Vikings. We'll see if there are any news on the next few days or even during the bye week. But I think that Wilson has done a good job. He has not been very targeted. He, like, he has not been very... When, when he has been targeted and when he has had the ball in his hands, he has been able to ball out, as Bal Ballantyne is pointing out in the chat. I mean, last week we saw him get a 30-something yard completion, throw a 22-yard pass, then convert on a fourth down, rushing the ball. So credit to Cedric Wilson. But still, you know, you need to get you need to get Michael Gallup back on this team. Let's hope he's able to get back so far. Now, Hurt Seek didn't practice today, says Joshua Davis Rib. So Ezekiel Elliott has been talking a lot about that pylon hit. He thinks that he is looking better and better. He's feeling better and better. And shout out to Tracy. Because I don't know what 73 of you are doing here in the in doing watching the show between Facebook on YouTube. Because Tracy says that I'm full of shit and that nobody can understand me anyway. So shout out to Tracy, who is apparently a happy person over on social media. I appreciate you and thank you for interacting and getting the engagement up for ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. As always, it's a wide receiver, says Primetime Phil. No one has to see it. You just play Gallup like normal and you give Wilson opportunities. That is true, of course. That is a good, uh, that is a good point from Joshua Davis. <laughs> Shout out to the chat. I appreciate you guys as always. I'm not afraid to call out people. <laughs> Tracy can argue with a mirror, says Shane Carter. <laughs> uh, shout out to Shane, who covers the Cowboys for adcsports.com. Sergio says, Mauricio, happy home day. Mac Jones offense not going to produce this Sunday. And we'll talk about that in a few moments here on the show when we get into the keys of the game. So those are the most important Cowboys news of the day. Tomorrow will be a big day for tomorrow will be a big day for the Cowboys injury report. And let's see. My main concern right now would be Demonte Cassie. I'm not really concerned about Trevon Diggs. I think that they're giving him some well-deserved rest as he continues to deal with an injury that he has been able to play through. But Demonte Cassie hopefully is back and ready to go tomorrow. The Cowboys again said it is not serious, but Demonte Cassie has been underrated I think through the first five weeks of the season he's been a huge part of the Dallas Cowboys success so far hopefully everything is okay for him now someone said earlier in the chat and I think it was Charles at Facebook let me see if I can find this comment real quick someone said oh and D-Town by the way says that I kind of look like Luca just a little bit shorter I'm not sure about that but I will I will allow it I will, anytime that you want me to look like the face of the NBA, I'm here for it. And I, know, I, I don't know if that face of the NBA comment will be controversial, but one of the faces at the very least. Here it is. Charles Moore said, the key to the game is run the damn ball. Then let Dak Prescott clean up. <laughs> I love the comments, man. I love the comments. <laughs> Make sure you... <laughs> Joshua Davis asking you to smash that like button, Tracy. So please go ahead and do so as always. Now, I think that was an interesting point from Charles Moore because the first question of the show is actually, how will the Cowboys offense in your eyes, how will they approach the Patriots? Will they go with the ground and pound or will they let Dak Prescott cook? 
Here's why I ask this. Here is my, my, my reason to ask this. The New England Patriots are struggling more versus the run than versus the pass. Now, the Cowboys have found basically perfect balance on early downs when it comes to rushing the football or passing the football. It's pretty even. I think that the number is something like 132 and 133 plays for, for rushing the football in early downs and, or passing the football. It's like the same number. I think it's just one play, the difference between these two for the Dallas Cowboys so far. Now, I wonder this because, again, the Patriots have struggled versus the run. But in my opinion, I would say that the Cowboys should focus on letting Dak Prescott cook early in the game because if this game is going to be close at all, it is going to be because of it turning into a low-scoring defensive matchup in Foxborough with weather being a factor in the game. That's how I envision this game being close. But if the Cowboys are able to put some points on the board early, maybe attacking with the, via the passing game, and they are, let's say, 10-0 no, in the first quarter, and then they can work from there. I don't see the Patriots keeping up with this Cowboys offense. Respect to Mac Jones for what he has been able to do in the first few weeks of the season, but so far he's been able to only be a game manager for the Patriots. Like This is not a very dangerous offense from the Patriots. And it's honestly not only because of, you know, Mac Jones himself. It's because of the supporting cast. Last week, the Patriots had to start four backup offensive linemen. They were missing four starters in the offensive line. Let's see how they heal to work throughout this week. But they will struggle in that regard, definitely. Now, Shane Carter is sharing a next-gen stat with us. And I do love next-gen stats. Force Mac Jones to throw left. Four of his five interceptions have been to that side of the field. So shout out to Shane Carter with that stat over on the YouTube. Make sure you follow him as well on Twitter. He covers the Cowboys for adcsports.com slash Dallas. So I would like the Cowboys to come out aggressive in the passing game. Jalen Mills did not play last week and the Patriots looked very vulnerable beyond JC Jackson over at cornerback. So they were not able to start Jalen Mills. Joe John Williams had to start in his place. Jonathan Jones is also playing some cornerback inside and outside. But I think that the Patriots have struggled in that aspect. And we could see a monster game from CeeDee Lamb. That's actually one of the keys to the game, in my opinion. Attack cornerbacks beyond only uh, J.C. Jackson. Because Jalen Mills missed the game last week. And the Patriots paid the price versus the Houston Texans and Davis Mills. And I think... There is obviously no comparing the Cowboys and the Texans other than the state they play in. So that's one, definitely one of the keys to the game. Some of the answers, Joshua will go with both. Jersey Duchess says 150 ground yards and 300 through the air. And I just randomly remembered this. But did you see Arvin Meyer from the Jacksonville Jaguars saying that his goal every game was to get to 250 rushing yards and 250 passing yards. According to Urban Meyer, that is his key to winning games in the NFL. Sadly for Urban and for Jaguars fans, that has only happened 33 times in the last 50 years. 
So <laughs> I don't think that is it, Irvin. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think that is it. Uh, ground and bounces, D-Town. He says, uh, they get up early and just volley the Patriots. They beat us too many times. Hashtag payback season. Hey, we talked about it last night. Times have changed, and this might be the game to prove that is the case. Val Valentine says, ground and pound, and will not let off gas. Bill will have his defense ready, but we will walk out with the win. Don't turn the ball over, says Stephen White. I agree with that. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys are clicking offensively, and that, that Giants game got off to a slow start because the Dallas Cowboys had two key giveaways, and that is what you cannot have in these situations. You cannot travel to Foxborough, face that Bill Belichick defense, and start off on the wrong foot. Hopefully, the Cowboys do not do so this week. And actually, maybe this does not translate one week to another, but I was kind of glad, low-key kind of glad, that the Cowboys had those mistakes and those, you know, that they had the jeeps early in the game versus the Giants. Like, I'm glad that that was the game in which that happened because, in my opinion, that decreases the opportunities or the probability for that to happen again next week versus the Patriots because it's going to be a focus of them this week. Avoid those early game jeeps. Because you cannot have those versus Bill Belichick, in my opinion. Even without Tom Brady, these Patriots defense playing at home can make things difficult. And we have already seen that this season when the Patriots were competitive versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I was low-key kind of glad that, that happened versus the Giants. They are weak overall at corner, says Stephen White. They are weak at cornerback, definitely. Tavis, though, good point from Tavis, saying that Jamie Collins is a must-watch. He's back with the Patriots. When he was in New England, he was an exciting linebacker, so that is also fun. I, I agree with Tavis, and it will be a fun angle to this game. Shout-out to Hector, who is who's a fan of the Spanish shows that I have. Shout-out to Hector. He's also joining us here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Pats won't touch no more than 10 points. Says Cowboys Corner, coming in with the bold prediction. You heard it here first. I wonder where the number is at. I, I wonder where, where the number is at uh, on the betting world. Because you know that we always have, every week, we have betting the Cowboys here in ADC Sports Dallas primetime. It will likely be around 20 and a half, I believe, the over-under for the New England Patriots. And I'm not sure which one I would bet. Myers is tied for 35th in yards. Jacoby Myers, definitely one player to watch. Oh, the spread is at minus four, definitely, says Shane Carter. I'm, I'm wondering, however, about the over-under for the Patriots. Only the Patriots, not, not the total, because the total is at 51.5, and, and the spread is at minus four. So I think that will be more or less the case. That will be more or less the case. I think it will be at 20.5. I still have not decided on a play for the Betting the Cowboys segment tomorrow night. We always do this every week on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We are 4-1 and one for the season, by the way. We are 4-1 and one for the season, but mostly we have backed the Cowboys or whether it is betting the spread for the Cowboys. They have not lost a single spread this season or the first week of the season we went with the team total over versus the Bucs. It was a 20 and a half and they got it easily then we lost the over versus the Chargers. 
We lost that one. So we are four and one so far. And I'm leaning towards the Cowboys minus four, but we'll see if that changes tomorrow night. ADCSportsDallas.com. Is it Foxborough, Tom Brady, or Patriots coach that has our number? Or is it both Brady and Belichick? Brady has already beat us. So says, asks Joe Mesa. Now, this is a good question because I honestly thought that, I honestly think that Belichick is a huge part of their recent, their recent success versus the Cowboys. We talked about it yesterday, but the Cowboys have averaged 11.6 games in the last five versus the Patriots. So even though Brady is not around anymore, I'm low-key concerned about that defense because the defense is playing good so far. However, they're struggling in some areas. And here is another key to the game. Third down efficiency from the New England Patriots. They have struggled mightily on third down. And even though they're a top 10 defense in a few categories, the Patriots are 20th in the league stopping third down conversions. Now, that number drops to 25th in the league when you take into account fourth downs as well. They've allowed to, they have allowed teams to convert four out of six fourth down attempts this season. And make no mistake about it, Six plays might sound like a little, but this basically was a huge factor in their loss to the, to the Saints, in their loss to the Bucks. So watch out for a third down. The Cowboys are number one in the NFL in early downs, and they, they rank number eight in third downs. So watch out for that in this game. It might be a huge factor. Hopefully the Cowboys did not see a lot of third downs. They have avoided them very well this season. But even when they get to third down, I think that they hold the advantage over a New England Patriots defense that is coming into this game a little bit banged up as well. Again, at cornerback, maybe Jalen Mills is not able to play. They have been bringing up some players to their roster and to their practice squad as they continue to fill on some spots. So, hey, here's the thing. And here is why I think that the Patriots are the team that should be afraid about Sunday. For years and years and years, NFL teams have been afraid about going to Foxborough, playing on the road versus Bill Belichick, so on and so forth. But right now, it is not only like we talked last night about Kellen Moore being a threat to Bill Belichick on this game because Kellen Moore has been absolutely killing it this season. But it's not only about that. At some point, I think we got to give the Cowboys some credit because of their roster. This is a player's league, after all. And the Cowboys, position by position, seem to be in a better spot overall than the Patriots. When you think about that Cowboys offense, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, they will head, they will face J.C. Jackson and potentially Jalen Mills, maybe Joe John Williams, whoever it is. The Cowboys hold the edge on that battle, clearly, in my opinion. Now, let's see how the Patriots fare versus a tight end. But Dalton Schultz has been, you know emerging as a true threat in the passing game in the past few weeks. Since 2020, this has been going on, but now with Dak Prescott back on the lineup, we have been confirming it. So the Cowboys are simply the better team, I believe, in this game. Now, you never know if this has the potential to be a trap game. You never know in the NFL any given Sunday, right? Any given Sunday, and it is difficult to win five in a row. But the Cowboys are clearly the better team over the Patriots. So 
The, this should go the Cowboys' way, in my opinion. And if they're able to attack cornerbacks beyond Jalen Mills, be efficient in third down, survive Matt Judon like we talked last night, Terence Steele versus Matt Judon, definitely a matchup to watch and a matchup that might favor the Patriots. Even though I respect what Terence Steele was able to do versus Joey Bosa, if you are going to bet in one of these players in a one-on-one -on -one matchup, it would be very fair to bet on Matt Judon, who is number two in the NFL in QB sacks so far, and who is number six in the NFL in QB hits with 10 quarterback hits in the first five weeks of the season. The Cowboys will need to survive Matt Judon to win this game. Maybe not every single snap, but try to limit him as well as much as you can. Kellen Moore, Terrence Steele, and the Cowboys offensive line did a tremendous job at stopping Joey Boza. This is a similar matchup, I believe. This is kind of a similar matchup. Even though Bosa is way better than Judon, Judon is, is hot right now. He's hot. Now, speaking about why the Patriots should be more concerned about the Cowboys than the other way around, I talked about this a little bit last night, but it speaks volumes as to why this Dallas Cowboys team has remained elite. So I will say this again. Bob Sturm from The Athletic made a little bit of research and he found that in the first five games of the 2020 season, the Cowboys were trailing 68% of the time. And that contrasts 18 to 18% in 2021. The Dallas Cowboys have been only trailing in games 18% of the time. If the Cowboys can get that early lead, I think it's a Cowboys win, 100%. I don't see the Patriots making a late comeback push in the third quarter or the fourth quarter. If the Cowboys take the lead to the, ha to the locker room on at halftime, I think this is the Cowboys game. I think they are clearly the better team. The Pats better not be sleeping on us, says Dallas Young. They better not, definitely. Forever Runway says we're going to blow the out the Patriots. We can take the Patriots lightly, though, says William Anthony. And I agree with that. You can never take the Patriots for granted. You can never uh, go to Foxborough and expect an easy win because they, they get some strong game plans over there with Bill Belichick. They blur the line on defense. They get takeaways. They're a team that finds every edge possible, even on special teams, which is the reason basically why the Cowboys lost versus the Patriots in 2019. You can never take these teams for granted. You can never take Bill Belichick for granted. So it might be a tougher game. It might be a tougher game that many expect. Where will Micah Parsons play, asks Joe. And we don't know yet, but I would bet that it will be as a linebacker. I think that that will be how the Cowboys approach this game. We have, we have not heard anything about this, though. Uh, Michael Gelkin has been tweeting out week after week where Micah is lining, lining up at practice. And usually it's been a good sign uh, as to what he will do on Sunday. But I have not seen anyone report anything about Michael Parsons so far this week. So we'll see. But I would expect him to play at tackle, uh, at linebacker, excuse me. It would be fun to watch him at tackle, but I don't think that will happen, though. Uh, all kidding aside. I'd expect him to, to remain at linebacker. Patriots need to stop to, to stockpiling draft picks at this point. Good defense need to rebuild the offense. Now, one would say that blitzing Mac Jones on this game might be a good idea, 
but he has been consistently improving in that aspect so far. So you, lately, Mac Jones has been beating the Blitz. And listen, I love what Randy Gregory has been able to do for the Cowboys, Ozo Isua, and Micah Parsons when it comes to getting some pressure into the quarterback. However, it's not like they're one of the best in the league in pressuring quarterbacks because so far they rank outside of the top 20 in a lot of categories like pressure rate measured by True Media or measured by, by ESPN. If I'm not mistaken, they have also struggled in pressure rate so far. Even though Randy Gregory has been dominating left tackles so far and he did so versus the Giants last week. Of course, the Giants were playing without Andrew Thomas so let's see how it goes versus the Patriots this week. But if, if there is one thing that I would like the Cowboys to improve on, it would also be the pressure rate. Oza, Parsons, Gregory have been able to put up some plays, but in terms of pressure rate, they are still on the lower side of the league. Let's see if that changes, though, in the next few weeks, and even more so when the Cowboys get Demarcus Lawrence back. Hey, the Cowboys do not have Demarcus Lawrence yet. Barry says the Cowboys will take the early lead and force Mac Jones to try to throw themselves back into the game, which plays into our hands. Yeah, because I don't think anyone will, will bet on Mac Jones making that comeback happen, right? Like he can manage a close game, which is why I want the Cowboys to come out slinging the football in this game. I want them to throw frequently on early downs. Because if this game gets to 14-0 at some point early in the game or 10-0 or 13-0, I don't see the Patriots coming back. The, on the other hand, though, if it is a old-school football matchup, running the football, ground and pound, weather being a factor, takeaways being a factor, low-scoring affair, it might play into the Patriots' strength, which might be the defense and the home weather advantage that they have always enjoyed, right, at some point. Well, anyways, hit that like button as Cowboys Corner is being so kind, reminding you in the chat. Hit the like button, 54 viewers, everyone hit like, and also the viewers on Facebook, because we are also live on Facebook, and of course, at ADC Dallas on Twitter. So, before I leave you tonight, one cool thing that I wanted to share with you, in case you have not seen this, why have the page, why have the Cowboys, excuse me, have, you know, improved so much on defense? We have talked about Michael Parsons, Trevon Diggs, but also Dan Quinn has been a huge part of the Cowboys' success on defense. It's been so impressive the way he's handled things that my question for me to you is, do you agree or disagree that Dan Quinn will earn a shot at another head coach job within two years? He killed it in Seattle as a DC. He moved on to the Falcons, took them to a Super Bowl. The defenses never got going, however, with the Falcons. And maybe that had to, look, to do a lot with the talent as well. But Dan Quinn might be coaching for another head coaching job in, in the near future. Even though Cowboys fans want him for the long term, it might not happen. However, I wanted to share one cool thing with you. And that is Dan Quinn wearing a helmet and you gotta love this cowboys players seem to really love dan queen and the reason why might be the fact that he's a hands-on coach and people forget that coaches are really teachers coaches are there to teach players what they should do this is not a especially in the pro level 
people kind of forget this. And this is very important because in the pro level, you know, coaches cannot be those old school guys that gel on you because these are pro players and they realize that they also have power up to some point. So I, I think that Dan Quinn, the fact that he has been able to display how he's turned around this defense, and if that continues to be the case, if the Cowboys continue to take the ball away throughout the entire season, I think this guy might get another shot at becoming a head coach. Whether that will happen in 2022 or 2023, you got to love what Dan Quinn is doing with the Cowboys. And you got to remember, Cal Shanahan or not, Matt Ryan or not, this coach got the Falcons to a Super Bowl. So he might not be that far away from a job. Cowboys Corner says that he agrees. William agrees. RB as well. Uh, oh, no. RB, excuse me. RB disagrees. Joe agrees. Val Valentin says definitely we'll have another shot. But I hope Jerry Jones offers him the jack to stay. Hopefully that happens. Primetime Field says has come out and said he wants to stay a defensive coordinator from now on. Don't know how long that will last. And that is the case. Listen, that is the case always with these coaches. You never know when that job offer is going to make sense for them, whether it is financially or whether it is in terms of location, in terms of responsibilities within the team. You never know. So Dan Quinn, however, if he wants to, I think that he could fight for a head coaching job in the next two years if he keeps this up with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I know I said only one cool thing, but I will share another one. And I forgot to prepare the graphic, though. But, hey, I went viral on Twitter. I went viral. So if you don't follow me yet at NFL, make sure you check that out. That's NFL. I have a tweet that unexpected, unexpectedly reached 19,000 likes, over 19,000 likes. I'm, I'm, I'm curious whether or not it will get to 20K. But it's crazy, and it's just a meme. It says quarterback attempts a pass, and then it's uh, an edit of Michael Jordan with Trevon Diggs saying that he took it personally. So I don't know. I wanted to share that with you. I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm excited because I love Twitter, and that I, I had never went as viral. Chat Ocho Cinco retweeted it, and I was losing my mind like a fanboy at that. Of course, he has like 3 million followers, so that definitely helped. But that was just a fun experience that I wanted to talk to you about. Hector says that Dan Quinn should stay as head coach in the Cowboys. That I don't agree with. That I just don't see it. And I think it's time we give Mike McCarthy some respect, by the way. Respect to Kellen Moore. Respect to Dan Quinn. And I understand where the frustration is coming from, from a lot of fans in terms of Mike McCarthy. He has struggled in time management. He has struggled in things like that. But let's give Mike McCarthy some respect as well. These players are bodying. These players are really talking about a culture within the team. And that is the responsibility of a head coach, 100%. Now, Kellen Moore is the offensive guru right now for the Cowboys. But Mike McCarthy is also doing his job as a team's head coach. I understand the time management has been an issue at some points during the season. But I think that Mike McCarthy has been getting the short stick of a lot of football fans saying that he has been a problem for the Cowboys. And I don't think that is the case. I think that you don't get to this point. You don't get to five and to four and one. I'm getting ahead of myself. You don't get to four and one and you don't get to an elite unit on either side of the ball if the head coach is not also doing his job, in my opinion. 
So in my opinion, we should give Mike McCarthy some more credit, definitely. And I think that is a topic we should touch on more in depth in one of the next episodes here in ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Uh, doing great, I think, says Joshua Davis regarding McCarthy. D-Town agrees. Uh, say it, 5-1, and one, says Bal Ballantyne. Don't be scared. Hey, I don't want to jinx the Cowboys, but I think they will go 5-1. and one, And we'll get the entire game prediction and blind recap, as always, tomorrow night, plus the betting the Cowboys segment as we try to reach that 5-1 and one also in the betting world. What do you think, says Francisco, about Collins at guard? I think... A lot of Cowboys fans are talking about this. I think it shouldn't be a conversation. I don't think it will. I think it won't be a conversation for the Dallas Cowboys. As soon as Lyle Collins gets back, he is the right tackle. And whether or not Connor McGovern will compete for a role to replace Tyler Vyadish, who has been sort of a problem through the first five weeks of the season, or even Connor Williams, we can have that conversation. But if we're talking about Lyle Collins, I seriously, strongly believe that there is no conversation. He is the right tackle of this football team. Matt respect to Terrence Steele for what he has done. He improved dramatically from one year to another. But Collins is on another level at right tackle, 100%. Agree, Mauricio says D-Town. People would definitely give McCarthy blame if we were losing. He deserves a lot of credit for this team winning. Definitely. Hey, Mark Cooper, Dak Prescott, Sieg, the team's leaders are talking about a culture within the team. And that is the head coach. Always, that is the head coach. So, shout out to McCarthy as well on today's episode of ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Tomorrow night, we will have game prediction, blind recap. We will have the, the betting the Cowboys segment. And maybe we dive deeper into this Mike McCarthy conversation talk. Because now I want to talk about it. I feel strongly about it. So let's see if we can fit that into the show. So anyways, thank you guys for joining the show. As always, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. That helps us a lot. So also make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. I don't have that article on this picture that I'm showing you. But Cole Patterson published one tonight, today, on some clips that prove how good Dak Prescott is playing. So make sure you check that out at adcsports.com slash Dallas. And of course, make sure you be on the lookout for the Mavericks content as well. I will see you tomorrow night. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. I will see you tomorrow.